Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friends, Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast, and today we're going to talk about German New Medicine. German new medicine has been a controversial subject in the past and maybe even in the present, but it is a system of healthcare that is based on the practice that traumatic events, emotional trauma, very impactful emotional events can create physical disease infectious states, chronic disease states, even cancerous states that could be associated with traumatic psychological events. This is the premise behind German New Medicine, and I am not saying that I'm an expert in German New Medicine. I think it's very interesting because if anything can add to your education and to your aspect of healthcare to help you in your health journey, I want to discuss it. So in the future, we plan to have experts in German New Medicine come and discuss what German New Medicine is in the arena of healthcare. Remember, even if there's some controversy around it, we're not trying to create controversy in the podcast. We just want to give as much information and education about how the mind, how the emotions could contribute to physical or disease states in the body. So let's remember, let's recall, emotions, psychological events, if they're very impactful, if they're very big, can create disease states or infectious states. That is the ideology behind German New Medicine. Let's start with what is German New Medicine. Dr. Hammer, H-A-M-E-R, was a German physician back in the 1930s who developed cancer after his son was killed in a tragic event. This happened shortly after the son had passed away. He correlated, because he was an investigator, that his traumatic event somehow had led to or created a an environment within his body that could have let the cancer to grow. He started to investigate. And what he had found was that he had started to do different CAT scans, or he actually was studying the CAT scans of different patients who had cancer activity. And so he found what he called Homer fields. And now these were small circular areas within the brain that were often looked at on as anomalies. They thought they were just things on the screen that they really couldn't explain. They just say it's just a circle on the screen and they could not differentiate it and say it was some specific thing that was wrong with the patient. After studying this, he started to realize that these small circular areas were often correlated with the topographical area of the brain associated with the area of the body that developed a certain condition. Not always cancer, not always fibroids or cysts, but things such as coronary artery disease, uh, certain areas that developed gout. What he saw was that after studying thousands, and some up to count, they say even more than 90,000 CTs or CAT scans, that there was definitely a correlation between these small anomalies with the area where the problem developed. So they call them Homerfields. And out of every single person, they say almost 100% of the people that had these small Homerfields in the brain, the CAT scan, 
there was a traumatic event when that field developed. So we talk about a Homer field. We're talking about a psychological event that actually put a field of a program within the brain that was related to a certain part of the body. So with this thinking, there could be old psychological debris or injury that occurred maybe early on in life. And if it was impactful enough on the body, then the area of the brain would start to have a program running in it. And if that area of the brain was related to a certain organ area, then that organ could develop a problem. Now, in Chinese medicine, what we discuss is that many organs help what resolve emotions. The certain chemical aspects, neurochemical aspects of an organ has correlation on how the body basically processes emotions. So if we're talking about the liver, the liver helps you process anger. Why? The liver has correlation, again, with liver methylation. So liver methylation helps you detoxify the blood properly, helps you rebuild, helps you build new tissue. That's what the liver does. But what if the methylation within the liver was so imbalanced that it created more toxicity within the blood, in the blood and then basically transferred to the brain? So the brain then does what? It gets irritated. It gets toxic. And then you can become angry. So you see that the organs in the body do have much to do with how the body processes certain biochemicals that basically help with what? Emotional fatigue. Stress fatigue. We are parts of a system, but remember, we can't look at, our, at ourselves as parts. We have to look at, our, at ourselves as a holistic being. Structure, chemistry, organ, psyche, emotion, and electrical. That's probably just to name a few. We probably are so much more. So Dr. Homer found that these Homer fields were correlated. So for instance, he would find an area in the CAT scan that was related to the ear issue, to an ear. Literally, topographically, that's how your brain is developed. If you look at a brain, there's certain parts of your brain that are related to certain parts of the body. The shoulders, the hips, the knees, the ears, the nose, the mouth. Yes, certain parts of the brain have been studied to show that they are connected to certain parts of the body. A certain part of the brain that was connected to the ear, for example had one of these Homer fields around them. He would note that the patient, more than likely, would have a hearing issue. Tinnitus, muffled hearing, the inability to hear properly. And within further investigation, he would ask about any type of traumatic event that not only said harm their hearing, but the act of hearing. Something that, I just can't stand to hear this. I can't hear this anymore. I cannot handle hearing negative emotions or the chronic negative complaints of somebody around me. So he almost 100% correlated that these things occurred to the patient and their bodies created a Homer field in this area of the brain in response to the trauma. In German New Medicine, remember, I'm not an expert. I love studying about it. But he says that, for instance, like the gallbladder, the gallbladder in Chinese medicine has much to do with resentment or frustration, being overwhelmed. Now, the gallbladder, if you get overwhelmed or frustrated, it can cause you to have a problem digesting fats because the gallbladder holds the liquid to help dump into the stomach, the little bile from the gallbladder, to help you digest fats. So you can have a physical problem like digestion of fats, but also have a problem with what? 
frustration, being overwhelmed. There's a fight or flight involved. That's a Chinese medicine aspect of it. But in German New Medicine, they would say that the gallbladder has everything to do with, let's say, a property or a right or something being taken away from you. That's where the resentment or the frustration, even anger, like the liver-gallbladder relationship, the anger, develops. It means something, a right, was taken away from you. Especially they said there's a correlation that differentiates between men and women. Women usually have like their identity stolen, their identity taken away. Something was removed from your life. Uh, Both men and women, money, love, relationships, something was taken from you and you're very resentful for it and very frustrated because that was your property. And somebody, without your permission, came and took it away. So let's say somebody came and was trying to do what? Rule your life and control. So the gallbladder has to do with your rights being taken away because somebody's trying to control you. And then you get frustrated and angry about it. And your gallbladder has to respond. So this is the kicker. This is just one example. Physiologically, the gallbladder helps you do what? It helps you to get bile into the stomach. The liver makes bile, which is a liquid that helps not only transfer out estrogens, it helps you to clean out old toxins because toxins bind to the bile. The bile also is a liquid that actually helps you digest the fats that you eat in your everyday life. When your body goes under stress, your gallbladder will actually grow and enlarge physiologically to help you break down more fats and more food so that you have more energy when you go into fight or flight. Does that make sense? So let's say you're always in a chronic state of resentment or frustration. Somebody's always taking your rights away. You have to have the energy to fight back. So they say in German New Medicine that your body will literally put more cells to grow more gallbladder tissue to actually do what? To actually handle the stress by dissolving more fats, by dissolving more foods to give you more energy. So what happens when this overgrowth in response to the trauma, in response to that original event, what happens when the gallbladder gets to a point where it's overgrown and it's too tight and it's sluggish now, right? Because you've been encountering this stress. What does your body do to actually help it basically, I'll say deteriorate, but actually balance it back out? If it's grown or proliferated more cells, what can the body do to actually etch away at those overgrowth of cells? They say in German New Medicine that the body will allow certain types of infections to actually get into the gallbladder to help what deteriorate some of the tissue, get rid of some of the old debris. Could there be an event where there could be more parasites, more bacteria, even certain types of microbes that could go in there and etch away at the excess tissue of the gallbladder? It is the body's way of trying to balance out what's going on internally because of the psychological event. So there could be a pattern or symbiosis with the infections in an attempt to keep the gallbladder at a balanced state. So you have the program that's initiated in the brain. The brain is consistently talking to the conscious mind or the superconscious, as they would say, right? Because you have a field of uh, energy and electrical activity that's around you that allows your brain to actually communicate to God, to, they say, the higher conscious. Now, 
If the brain is injured, you won't have that communication aspect. This is what certain psychologists say. So in German New Medicine, if you have many Hammer fields, it's going to, what, alter your communication basically to God, um, to higher conscious to allow the energy of healing to flow through the body. That's an interesting aspect. I'd love to research it more. With the Hammer fields, if there is a program running to the gallbladder and then there's infectious, th infectious states that keep developing, then could that create a chronic condition where there was infections that kept perpetuating? If the field, the Hammer field of resentment and anger, if somebody kept taking your, their, your rights away from you or your identity, would that create a state where your body was consistently trying to balance out the gallbladder? That's why they would say you could never get rid of a gallbladder problem. Why do you have, keep having gallbladder stones? Why do you have gallbladder infections? So I don't want to stop in the middle of the explanation because let's say you do have more infectious states to help balance out the gallbladder. This higher amounts of infection states could transfer uh, things like strep or bacteria or parasites down into the lower colon or into the upper colon or upper intestines and lower intestines. And that could cause constipation, right? And constipation then is a process where you may not be eliminating all the bile that's going down from the gallbladder. If the bile is not being eliminated properly and the colon has too much bile in it, the colon will send a signal back to the gallbladder and to the liver saying, I don't need more bile. Stop making it. Liver goes, okay, stop making it, but I still got to make cholesterol and cholesterol makes most of the bile. So if you don't have any bile, the straight cholesterol is being dumped into the gallbladder. And then you get gallstones. Then you get a sticky gallbladder where you got all the sludge in there. So could the psychological or the trauma from this event cause the gallbladder to go malfunctioning? They say in German New Medicine, yes, it can. In Chinese medicine, we say if there's a lot of resentment or frustration, then the fight or flight mechanism within the vagus nerve, which feeds most all your, you know, all your organs, especially digestive areas, if you go into a fight or flight state, you're going to shut down your digestive um, tract, and you're going to very much impair your body's ability to defecate, to release through bowel movements. And what does that do? Sends that signal back to the liver and shuts off the bowel production. And then the gallbladder starts to accumulate more cholesterol, more stones, more sludge. And then you have a chronic gallbladder issue. See, there's a correlation, the, the similarities between it. So when we see this, I am saying that I love that we can see that there is a high, can be a high correlation how German New Medicine, Chinese medicine view the emotional state of how the body presents physically. So Hammer then said, out of all these people, he would see individuals that had like arterial issues, heart issues, uh, fibroids or cysts, even cancerous activity, and most every single one of them had a very, very serious traumatic event. Now, we all have traumatic, traumatic events, and I understand that. But he found that at the time that they started to develop the cancer or when they got sick, there was always an emotional event that triggered it. Anytime that he saw patients with highly infectious states or disease states or cancer states, he really investigated the emotions that were going along with it. Now, there are some reports that he says that when he found the traumatic event and he went through emotional release processes, which I am not an expert on this. I don't know all the avenues of the, of the emotional releasing techniques that they would use in German New Medicine. That's why we want to have experts come on and talk about it. And maybe they tell you something that's even more definitive or even a better explanation than I've given. But how do they release it? And they found that 
many individuals would actually relieve their chronic disease states after they released the emotions because the program was not initiating the response by the organ. So let's say, say I started to see that whoever was taking my, my power away, my, somebody's taking my energy away, my love, my money, they're taking my identity away. If I resolve that, if we got rid of that energy, if we got rid of that person, or if we resolved it saying they can't do that anymore, I have boundaries now. They found that the Hammerfields would actually do what? They would dissipate. They would go back and check CAT scans and those fields would not be there anymore which means the field programming around that part of the brain was then diminished and gone. So the person would start to release that infectious state, like they would stop having gallbladder issues, they would go back and get their blood tested, and many of the blood tests would show negative. Now, to me, that's so interesting. I think this is something that is such, it could be a huge tool in helping those with deep emotional states have an explanation of how their physical body is responding to what they've gone through in their trauma. This was just an, a, a light overview of what German New Medicine shows, but in German New Medicine, they also talk about different organs that correlate to different problems. So for instance, in Chinese medicine, they would say that the stomach and the spleen have to do with worry. If you're always worried, if you're always pensive, then you shut down or you alter the acid production in the stomach. You ever hear that? That you can get an ulcer from it because you change the acid production and the activity of the stomach and spleen due to your worry. Now, they say that, for instance, the spleen is a big component about how the body produces red blood cells and how it matures red blood cells and how it actually helps clean out the lymph system, how it helps with white blood cell manufacturing and repair and metabolism. There's a psychological component, they say, to the spleen that if you have a low value system on yourself, if you don't think you deserve to be mended, if you don't think you deserve to be cared for, that you actually signal to the body, hey, I don't need mending. Bring all the platelets back. The red blood cells known as platelets that help patch up your scars or your, or your cuts and bring them back to the actual spleen, allow them to stick on the spleen and hold them for reserve. But the peripheral system out here, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I don't need mending. So then they say those individuals usually have higher amounts of bleeding problems, bruising. They can't you know, heal a wound very well, they'll have excessive, ble excessive bleeding in a lady's period or in their cycles, that they actually have high amounts of blood production where they can't stop their bleeding every single month. The psychological aspect is, I'm not worthy to be mended. I'm not worthy to be fixed. So the body listens. And at times that those platelets stick to the spleen and there's going to be a small problem with the spleen. You'll actually have where the, um, the amount that sticks to the spleen will cause it to overgrow and you can have some spleen growth, but then they say you have to necrotize or actually chip away at the excess tissue so things can get into the spleen, certain types of infections. Mono, chronic strep. So it's a different way of looking at health, whereas we always look at an infection as a horrible thing. But in, in certain aspects of it, could it be that the body is actually trying to balance itself out? Could it be like the body wants more parasites around because there's so much metals in your body that your body's allowing the parasites to eat up the metals to try to live in symbiosis? You see how the body is always working to try to create balance. So I hope this was a good backdrop to German New Medicine. I think there's much more that I need to learn. And I'm not saying that 
I know every aspect of it. I just want to say that I think it's very, very interesting and intriguing to see the correlations between my health, the health of my patients, and their emotional states. In fact, many times when I've found out and talked about this with patients and saw their states of their infections, if they have parasites or Lyme disease, they usually had a traumatic event before they started to have this infection. Am I saying it's all psychological all the time? I'm not saying that at all. German New Medicine may say that it is psychological, but that's for investigation. Guys, I hope this has been an intriguing and helpful podcast with the Ancient Health Podcast. Guys, I hope you have a blessed day. Uh, check us out. If you guys love this channel, please follow us. And if you have any comments, put it down in the comments section. Let us know what you think. And I hope that you enjoy us. Subscribe to the channel. And guys, we hope to talk soon. Keep in touch with us and have a blessed day. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.